fertility treatment in halacha. In this lesson, we will review a very general overview of the subject without going into the applicable details to each and every type of treatment. So the three main types of fertility treatments that exist in today's medical world is one, medicines to assist with fertility, two, surgical procedures, and three, assisted conception. The halachic perspective on the above is dependent on the type of treatment being used. Some treatments do not touch upon any halachic issue, such as taking medicines to help with ovulation or taking other male fertility drugs. And on the contrary, it would be considered a mitzvah to do so for the sake of fulfilling the mitzvah of purvu, having children. However, other treatments may pose several halachic issues, mainly in the realm of assisted conception. We're going to review some of the potential halachic issues that are relevant to such treatments. First of all, in determining male fertility issues, the procedure touches upon the prohibition of zerolivatala. The matter is highly debated amongst the Paiskim, and although the main approach is to be lenient, there exist several regulations, such as at what stage of marriage do we permit this, how many years have passed prior to not having children, and in what method may it be performed, all of which must be done through the direction of both the Rav and the fertility doctor. Fertility treatment through assisted conception may touch upon any of the following halachic issues, and this refers to treatments such as IUI, IVF, surrogacy and donor eggs, and donor sperm. As stated previously, it of course touches upon the issue of Zerlovatala in IUI and IVF, the issue of Nida, the issue of Aishas Ish, Mamzerus, Yichus, is the child Jewish or not Jewish, and also medical risks. Aside from the halachic issues involved, there may also be hashkafic reasons to abstain from fertility treatment or certain types of them, even when there is room to be lenient according to halacha. Practically, most Paiskim and Rabbanim give their consent for IUI and IVF treatment between the couple under mitigating circumstances and conditions. However, the mainstream rabbinic approach is to negate the use of donor sperm, donor eggs, and surrogacy, with some being open for cases of exception. Due to the above, every couple who is contemplating fertility treatment is to bring up the matter to a qualified rough for guidance. There are a number of organizations under the auspices of G'dayli Yisrael and G'dayli HaPaiskim, such as Machon Pua, who help couples with fertility treatment, both in halachic and medical guidance, as well as in financial support. It's important to note, though, that not all treatments offered under these organizations have the consent of all Paiskim. And as we already stated, certain treatments may only be done after a certain amount of time have passed without the couple having children, and hence the couples to speak with their rough direction as to which treatments are an option for them to do. A full detail list of all the various fertility treatments available and their potential halachic issues can be found in Encyclopedia Refuitil Chatit of Rav Steinberg in both Volume 2 and Volume 6. Several of the issues and sources have been outlined in our corresponding article, and see there for further reference. This lesson would not be complete without concluding with the Rebbe's approach on the subject. So it is well known that the Rebbe was not forthcoming with directing couples to have certain types of fertility treatments, such as IUI and IVF, and on the contrary, protested against those who informed him that they will be doing the procedure due to, in his opinion, it being halachically forbidden. 
A collection of over 10 such responses can be found in the journal called Asya, Volume 12. To quote from some of them, a copy of the letter of the rabbi who permitted this, it is obvious that I did not write a blessing for this procedure. In another response, is it permitted according to Torah? In another response, I believe it is forbidden according to the Shulchan Aruch, and certainly you should not do this at all, as is obvious. In another response, as you write, this is also opposite of Torah and to spend money to transgress the Shulchan Aruch. Why would anyone do? Another response, as is publicly known, I am not in support of this, referring to IUI and IVF, and whoever wants to do it should ask rabbis and don't ask me again in this matter. In another response, it is publicly known the opinion of many against IVF treatment and similar treatments. Nonetheless, it is claimed that in the year 1992, the Rebbe gave his consent, or at least withheld his protest, for artificial insemination to be performed under certain conditions and under the strict supervision of a Rav. The above journal in Asya relates all of the various responses of the Rebbe on the subject and concludes, in their opinion, that the Rebbe was not totally against, and it depends on the circumstances. However, based on all the evidence, it seems clear that the Rebbe himself did not want to get involved and did not give his blessing for such procedures, although did not withhold from couples who desired to do these procedures through the expert supervision of a Rav. Regarding the well-disseminated rumor, which roots to Rabbi Menachem Bernstein, who is the head of Machon Pua, that the Rebbe personally told him that he has retracted from his position and now permits it. There are various contradictions as to what in truth the Rebbe said to him, including from his own words, meaning the Rabbi Bernstein himself has said things different times in different ways. One time saying that the Rebbe did agree for the procedures to be done, another time saying, heaven forbid, I never said the Rebbe changed his mind. All in all, there is not enough clarity as exactly what happened there to come to a conclusion that the Rebbe had a change of mind regarding his position. And all we can possibly say is that the Rebbe allowed people to consult with the Rebbe and have it done under a rabbinical supervision, despite his personal misgivings towards the general process. Thank you for listening to shulhanarcharav.com. Our free services of making Torah knowledge available to the public depends on donors like you. Please help us continue our work through making even a small contribution at shuhanarcharav.com under the daily halacha dedication section or in the subscription page. Also, check out our online courses and many safarim available for purchase that will both enhance your Torah knowledge and help support our work.